This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Goody Kent sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Beautiful possession from Arizona. Trista, Purdue, Moorhead State. Cash the over. Oh, yes, baby. We, we got Texas that. A&M up by four with 40 seconds left, and we got Zona tie with Duke. We got him plus five and a half. Love it. Huge possession here. For our Wildcats, who have literally been covering the whole game, Trista. If they don't cover this game, oh, it would be quite annoying. No way that's yeah, off Duke review is. that. No, that it, is off Duke. Is. You thought that was off I Arizona? I thought it was off Arizona, oh, okay. unfortunately. Right. We got to review that, then. We do have to review it because we're on the same side of the bet. And, uh, he literally just said the player in Arizona, I didn't touch it. They need to review it. So, yeah, it's getting reviewed. All right, let's he see. He said, I did not quick. touch that. Let's see. I'm hoping that yeah. it's off Duke. That looks oh, like yeah, it's off Oh, yeah, he's like, I did Duke. not touch that. Yep, he I, did not touch that. I think that's off of Duke. I'm still agree. alive. That's big. By the way, Maryland down 61 to 60 with 45 seconds Oh, no left. kidding. Yeah. They came back. I had to turn it off. Coming but. back. Chattanooga is going to beat Louisville. Oh, what a dumpster fire they are. Not give me that freaking multi-factor authentication. Georgia's up 80 to 77 on Wake <laughs> with... 15 seconds to go. Man, I wanted to take Princeton today against Hofstra. That was a dub. Virginia's up 71 to 69 on uh, Florida. That's a really good game on ACC Network as well. I just want to see game. what my bets are doing. I know you do. Update the people. How we lo- What's Luca doing? He's got 10. All right, so we we will get paid uh, five, plus 553 if uh, all these things come through, we already hit the one o- over 136.5 Purdue. We have the A&M. They're actually up. That looks pretty good, too. Yeah. And we need Arizona. A&M's right here. Yep, they're six, up. They're six at point game. We need yeah. one. We need one more stop here from our yeah, Aggies. Up six. But you know Ohio State's going to drill three. You know how, that's it how it goes. No, they're going in. Oh, inside. Nice. Board. Board. Oh, board. A&M, look at all that clock oh, running. Got that. fouled. Look Come at on, all that. T. That's gritty right. stuff right A&M's there. A&M's looking great. We need our We need our cats. We need Zona. This game goes to overtime. You know we're dead. You yeah, know, I know. Oh, that's where That's where that's dogs, where dogs go, go to die. It's exactly right. You know what time it is. Me and Peach have spent some time together. We really do. Yeah. All right, let's see All right, Arizona. We need to stop, though. See, Trista, these are the teams that you can see. This is when you find out who can win in March, right? Because you know baby. these games are tight. So they gave that to Duke. They gave that to Duke, yeah. though. Of course they did. Yeah, it's Duke. Say, of course I they mean, did. come on. That's terrible. You know how this goes. All right, minute left. Zona's down by two as they have the ball. Oh, the spread is just. I mean, they really have been covering this whole game. They're at eight at halftime. They've been playing great. Come on. Nearly a walk. Caleb Love. Former Tar Heel. Good pass. And what? Come on. That's what I'm talking about. God, that was a beautiful possession. All right, so Zona tied it up. Hopefully, uh, this game just doesn't go to overtime. I agree. Before we went to break last segment, Trista, we were talking about the Niners and the Jags. You have some props that you like. 
Talk, yeah, talk to me. Yeah, doggy. I like Christian McCaffrey a lot in the receiving game. Ooh. Over 32 and a half receiving yards. Not only has he hit this in four of his last six games, including the past two, 64 yards receiving, 51 receiving. This is where we know that the Jags are vulnerable defensively, in the middle of the field, in the backfield. So especially considering the fact that this is one of those scenarios where uh, maybe Brock Purdy's under duress, Maybe Josh Allen's coming for that ass. You got to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey as much as you possibly can, right? You use him not only in the running game, but you use him in the receiving game. I like that quite a bit. Tristan, uh, we got to travel on Duke. Sorry go. to interrupt you. We're getting the ball back. Up Come on, can we just sweat this for a yeah, second? Let's sweat this. Ball does not give lie. Give me your lie. thoughts. I mean, you watch these teams. You obviously keep an eye on college hoops. You're yeah. locked into the NBA, but I you do. I love college hoops because it trickles into the NBA. I feel like they're intrinsically linked. I knew all about the draft of all these dudes, right? Marcus Sasser was one of my favorite players in college basketball, so I felt like he was a sneaky sleeper pick uh, when Detroit got him. So it's all hand-in-hand. I think Arizona... And uh, and and Tommy are doing a really really good job. Great job, right? Like you got the pedigree from Gonzaga, but he's got a little grit to him. Ever since he took over this program, they've been really really good. Uh, and I like the size of the team. I like the amount that the ball is moving. Caleb Love looks like maybe he's gotten over some of the maturity issues that he had um, before he left UNC. Right? We had, we knew that that was kind of like a cultural problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tommy Lloyd don't play around. No, he so, don't. Let me ask you this. I asked Jeff Goodman this question last year, and he said there was no correlation. I personally kind of think there might be. Tommy Lloyd obviously was on the bench with Mark Few at Gonzaga yes. for a number of years. We know Mark Few has never won the big game. He's never won a national championship. He's gotten to the Final Four. He's gotten to the national championship. But Tommy Lloyd in his two short years with Arizona had one of the best teams in the country a couple years ago with Matherin. Lost in the Sweet 16 to Houston. Last year, they lost in the 215 game to Princeton. Like, do you wonder if Tommy Lloyd's got some of that Mark Few? And obviously, Arizona looks a lot like Gonzaga, and they're more battle-tested heading into the tournament. But do you think these first four, five, six years of the Tommy Lloyd era, Arizona's going to go through some growing pains in the tournament? Yeah, but I mean, his first year... They weren't yeah, it came out of nowhere. expected. Right. I was like the only player. I was like the only person on planet Earth that thought that Arizona could win the Pac-12. By the way, Texas A&M. All Hit right, that we're halfway home. Let's make that. We're halfway let's make home. That cl- no, we're two thirds of the way home. Plus five fifty-three. The Peach Parlay. Well, we got Tennessee too, right? No, I only did those three. You did these three. So if Zona covers your yes. winner. Oh, Plus five fifty-three parlay. We'll hit the PJ just tail blindly parlay hits. Oh, you're, fifteen to win a hundred. You're gonna be a big fan of mine. Yeah, if this hits. Oh, boy. all right, very nice. Telling you, boy. Oh, Coach K's in the house. Tell you, you know it's a she big game. Looking like a ghost. <laughs> Sitting courtside with his wife. Looking like a ghost. Anyway, yeah, I think Arizona. I mean, they came out of nowhere in the Ben Matherin year, right? Oh, they like. Did. Got to the Sweet 16, as you so pointed. I actually thought that they won that Elite uh, to get to the Elite Eight. I guess they didn't. Ooh, Arizona's I mean, got to get it there across. There we go. Get they it just across. did. Good pass. Oh, Caleb Love, that's who you want shooting. All yeah, right. you do. 17.4 left. Arizona's up by one. Trista, I'm just, I'm terrified of overtime. Listen, I I'm just saying. have a feeling this game is going to go to OT. I think what we're seeing, though, in the AM game and the Arizona Duke game, AM Ohio State, Arizona Duke, is that the teams that have been traditionally powerhouses in college basketball early on in the non-con slate 
are being favored for no damn reason at all. I mean, the Ohio State line, like just A&M, I think they're a Final Four good this year. Yeah, they have the really SEC good. preseason player of the year in Wade Taylor. Went 15-3 and three in the league last year. Returned four of their five starters. Ohio State had all these transfers come in. Like, maybe Ohio State will be better long-term. But right now, earlier in the season, like, A&M knows what they are. They have that chemistry, that cohesion. That's what I love looking for early on in these games. Now, Arizona had some transfers come in, too. Obviously, Caleb Love, their starting point guard. Duke had their whole team returning. But I just thought Arizona was better. Yeah. Ken Palm had Zona ranked six, Duke at eight. I don't like Filipowski that much. He's all right. I, yeah, you know, I wonder how he's going to be in the league. It's going to be interesting. All right, big I mean, possession. He's white and lumbering, so not good. Caleb, I, would you foul right here up by three? I would. Oh, I'm terrified. Duke has terrified, it. Terrified, terrified. Eight seconds. They're going in. That'll do. All right, lay up. Let them have it. Clock runs. 5.4 seconds left. Arizona's up by one. They might, might add some more clock, though. Looks like uh, they got a second. Yeah, run second around, off. boy. Oh, and Maryland lost. Did of course they, they did. Yeah, they lost by three. <sighs> oh, is Not it a just, good start. Is it going to be same old Big Ten? We I saw Michigan State. We saw Indiana struggled against Florida Gulf Coast, with, the Wisconsin. Terps. Yeah. Oh. You just have Wisconsin, a, a Tennessee money line, Tennessee right? money line. Yeah. yeah. What was that number? Minus one twenty-five. Okay, that's not so bad. Yeah, I would have I would have added it in there if I would have remembered. No, all good. No, you know what? It's probably best you didn't take it because you know how the last leg of these parlay goes. I do. Your parlays are always always at their best when it's all at the same time. Yep. When you have like a four it's leg true. and three of them are early and one of them's late, that late one that always la- loses. Late one does so it's screw probably me best over. you didn't do tennis. Yeah, I like them all finishing all at once. Yeah, not, exactly. Not gonna lie to you. All right. So now that it looks like this uh, Arizona game yeah, has a little bit of, bit, bit of a break in the action. Yeah. Uh, this is just like a do or die game for the Niners as we know, right? Mm-hmm. We talked uh, about this earlier on in the show. Jags on a five-game win streak. I think they keep it close. Brock Purdy, hopefully he's able to get a little bit of time in the pocket. Uh, opponents of uh, of the Jags have 280 passing yards or more in five of the last seven games against the Jags defense. So I think he's going to be able to get busy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Christian McCaffrey in this spot. I like Evan Ingram a little bit in this spot. We know that the the Niners defensively are vulnerable in the secondary, and Evan Ingram is coming along quite nicely. He had an awesome game last year, uh, last, last week before the bye against the Steelers. So I like Ayuk, I like McCaffrey, I like Brock Purdy, and I uh, I really like Evan Ingram. I think those are all. I think those are all really solid plays. And I kind of like Etn a little bit getting mm-hmm. a touchdown. I mean, Etn's been incredible. Yeah, been, last, I don't know like, how they stop him. No, he's been. I think he's had like twenty plus fantasy points his last three or four yeah, games. I don't know how you stop him. Going to be a great game. San Francisco and Jacksonville on to Baltimore and Cleveland. The Ravens favored by six and a half. The total is thirty eight. Big game in the AFC North. All right, Trista. So my handicap of this game is is interesting because I'm very excited to hear it. The injury report for the Browns is not good. Their top three offensive linemen are all out for this game. Wow. They're going to have second stringers. They're going to have third stringers facing this top ranked Baltimore defense, which is not ideal. Deshaun Watson didn't play in the first game. Dorian Thompson Robinson did. I, I mean, certainly Watson is an upgrade. I don't know how much though. The Ravens have been so good. Um, on defense at, at home this season and over the last couple games. The Browns always play him tough, though, in Baltimore. I'm really torn on this game. Um, Kind of the betting splits are going both ways. If this gets to seven, I think just off a number alone, you have to take Cleveland. Think about AFC North games this year and how the dogs have fared. 
Steelers won outright against the Ravens. Um, the Ravens won outright against the Bengals. The Browns won outright against the Bengals. The Ravens won outright against the Browns. All these teams were dogs. So, I mean, this is obviously the best division in football. The Browns have a great defense as well. This could be one of those games they could muck up and make ugly. So I really don't want to touch the side. I think the play in this game is Browns team total points under 16 and a half. Yes. Minus 130. Uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be under pressure pretty much the entire game. That's exactly right. Uh, Ravens through nine games are outgaining opponents by 3,363 yards to 2,319 yards in terms of total yardage. Uh, They lead the NFL in quarterback pressures. I think Deshaun is going to be running for his life. And I know that the Browns defensively are really good on their in their own right. But Lamar right now feels like he's on a whole new level and that whatever you throw at him, he's got counters for it. I like the Ravens under a touchdown if I can get it. Mm-hmm. But more so, I like the under and I like the Browns team total under. Um, I like Deshaun Watson. I don't know if I, I would take the over on his passing yards either. 184 and a half. I know the Browns are going to play from behind. How much is he going to have the ball? Yeah. Bunch of three and outs. Yeah. I, I like that. Prop, I would uh, a guy I would target in this game is Mark Andrews. Yes. When there's divisional matchups, guys tend to usually play certain teams well, right? Travis Kelsey, yes. you always bet the overs against the Chargers. Boston Scott, as we know, love playing against the Giants. There are certain guys. Mark Andrews loves playing against the Browns. It's just one of those teams he always plays well against. Six of his last eight games, 58 or more receiving yards for Mark. His props at 45 and a half. It's crazy. He had 80 yards back in week four when these Dude, two teams played. you're taking my numbers right now. Uh, only one tight end has had over 45 yards this year against the Browns, there and that was Mark Andrews with 80 in that's, game four. That's our guy. Week four. Yeah. I'm, I love that. I mean, we're in lockstep. Absolutely love Andrews over receiving yards, so that's the play. I also like Lamar Jackson under 42 and a half rushing yards, minus 120. Browns have not given up more than 35 yards rushing to a quarterback this year, and I think Lamar Jackson is going to be able to give the ball to the Gus Bus, mm. give the ball to your boy Keaton, Keaton Mitchell, yep. give the give the ball to, to tight end Mark Andrews, figure out a way to get some of the other receivers involved, push up tempo, not have to run and scramble. It's a really good point. Gus only got five carries against Seattle. Once the Ravens figured, like, all right, our, our defense is on one today. We don't really need to do much offensively. They knew the schedule they had coming up, Cleveland and Cincinnati, obviously playing the Bengals on a Thursday. They were resting Gus for this stretch. So I think you bring up a good point. I, certainly, if the opportunity presents itself, Lamar will run. But I think Gus and uh, Keaton Mitchell potentially could run as well. Browns always have had a good run defense, but the Ravens, for whatever reason, really always tend to run against them pretty well. So it'll be it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, all right, we're almost up against a break here a little bit, T. So we'll discuss Atlanta and Arizona on the other side. We got five seconds left in Arizona-Duke. Arizona's up two. Jeremy Roach is at the line for his second free throw. Do you miss throw. it at this point? Is there still enough time to where you make this and play it out, or would you try for the miss? I think you try for the miss. Let's see. He is going to make, make it. it. So it's a one-point game. Both teams in the one-and-one. One. Again, 5.3 left. Arizona's got no timeouts remaining, and they get it into Caleb Love, which is exactly what they want. He gets fouled with 4.6 left. Trista, if Caleb Love misses the front end of the one-and-one, one, you are a winner. My stuff. No, that's what you want. Yeah, that's fine. 
because it's a one point game. You want him to miss so that yeah, Duke either, either wins the get right. Either way. You got him plus five and a half. I'd like Arizona to win. I kind of want Arizona to yeah. win too. All right. We'll tell you what happens on the other side. Bet MGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> 